Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm Brittany Boot, and I'm the owner of Boot Photography Studio. I'm John Popko. I work for Rock 107, Alt 92.1, and ESPN Radio. And I also am the uh, Saturday night host of Alt Natives on Alt 92.1, where we play an hour of local music. And tonight we're here with the uh, Scranton Fringe Festival co-founder and managing director, Elizabeth Bohan. Uh, and uh, fringe or organizers and uh, participants uh, Simone Daniel and Lorraine uh, Handley. Oh Handley. Oh Handley. Oh Handley. Uh, oh, Handley. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's we're, drinking that. Yeah. <laughs> so beer. Uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the this this five day festival. It's coming up uh, September twenty seventh through October first. Uh, the uh, many diverse shows that are coming to uh, thirteen different venues in downtown Scranton. Uh, the uh, Scranton Cultural Center preview party, uh, the local theater scene, uh, the Eidenberg Fringe Festival, uh, which uh, some of these uh, people went to, and uh, much more. So we want you to leave your uh, comments and questions uh, down underneath and uh, let us know what you think, uh, comment on anything that we're saying, comment on the Fringe Festival, whatever you like. If you're participating in the Fringe Festival and you're watching, uh, plug your show underneath and uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about it uh, later on in the show. Uh, now, before we get to the interview, uh, our, our sponsor, uh, Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre, uh, gave us uh, some beers to drink. Would, would you ladies uh, like any uh, libations? I'm actually fine, thank you. I'm I not better than it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no pressure. Yes. Now, uh, they have uh, 72 different beers on tap, uh, including 24 from Pennsylvania breweries. Uh, tonight we have uh, one from a Pennsylvania brewery, uh, Dry Log Brewing in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're going to be uh, trying, uh, let's see, uh, Oasis, uh, Turbo Shandy, uh, which is by uh, Hop and Frog Brewery, and uh, R2 uh, Cool Ship by uh, Dry Log. So uh, which one do you want to try first? Well, I grabbed the... Uh Hop and Frog Turbo Shandy. Turbo right. Shandy. Nice. That was what I was hoping for. Turbo That's Turbo Shandy. Taking it up to Turbo. Yeah. Now, this is a European-style Shandy with a refreshing combination of lemon and light malt flavors. So it should be interesting. It says it has a full-flavored approach. Full-flavored approach. That's good. Yeah, as, as opposed to a half-flavored yeah. approach. Pass one down. <laughs> this is, yeah, we didn't expect Awesome. Thank you. Give her a little more than that, I think. Well, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> We're from, no, the, from Scranton, okay? <laughs> yeah. I gotta make sure I have enough for everyone. Yeah. Gerard's thirsty. I'm thirsty. We're you know. chugging. Yeah. I'm representing the children's. Oh, right, right. I don't usually drink beer, but I mean, I'm organizing 40 shows in 13 venues. So it's necessary. So, feel yeah, like you, you definitely should. Sure. But I want to drop the ball. <laughs> smells like a shandy. Tastes like a turbo. Nice and light. Tastes like a turbo. Yeah, it's good. Can I ask what's a shandy? It's like a light lemony beer. That's what I... Yeah, it's usually like a summery sort of beer. Mm, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Shandy. Marino Man... Yeah, I don't know what That's the, name. the definition of a shandy is. is. If O'Hanley <laughs> is your actual name... O'Hanley. But we won't go there. <laughs> That's a story for another time. Back to the roof. After the, after the second beer, we'll hear it. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah, I'm not a beer drinker. No, it's great, right? Shandies are great. Yeah, I'm not a beer drinker either, but Shandies are great. It is. It's got, it definitely has that full flavor that they were talking about. Yeah. It's not a, a typical Shandy. It's a beer. 
It's good. High praise. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's good beer. A generous plug there. So we, we also want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors, uh, The Keys in downtown Scranton. Yes, The Keys. Now, this Thursday is uh, their, their weekly open mic, and uh, next Thursday uh, they'll be hosting an original music showcase for During the, the Fringe. Fringe. They're oh. one of our venues. Yeah, yeah so that'll be uh, My son goes there cool. a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe I secretly you know might know him. <laughs> it's a great event. I was just there uh, the last couple of days for uh, the Steam, the uh, Electricity Music Conference, uh, where uh, we actually came home with uh, we three won these awards. Yeah. Yeah. Music awards. Okay. We're very modest here on the show, <laughs> as you can see. NBD, NBD. But thank you for, for voting for us. Uh, that was all. Uh, th th those were all voted online. So uh, it's pretty cool that uh, you guys came out for us. We really appreciate it. So the, now we have award-winning listeners and viewers. That's right. Exactly. I stole that from another podcast, but what was the hell? <laughs> yeah, why not? We wouldn't have known. <laughs> the uh, we we I also want to you know qu uh, quickly explain the uh, I, I know some people were watching our live stream. Uh, when we were at the Steamtown Music Awards, we were doing uh, some interviews, and uh, many people uh, took us to task because the sound wasn't the best. So uh, I tried to explain this to people, uh, but I will now that we're, we're kind of settled and done and I'm not stressed anymore. That was like the worst day. Like anything that could go wrong did go wrong uh, for me personally and for the equipment that we had. Uh, so I, had, I, I, I lugged my entire computer down uh, my very expensive camera and all this stuff and set it all up and then it started pouring rain. So obviously uh, they were supposed to have tents for us, that didn't come through, uh, so there was no tent to cover anything up. So I had to say, all right, either I risk this really expensive equipment or we just do it uh, a different way. So I had to uh, quickly pack everything up, uh, basically used my phone and hooked the uh, mic to that. The mic, for some reason, did not pick up the sound uh, as well as I had hoped uh, through my phone. Uh, obviously, I had very little time to prepare. I literally did it, plugged it in, and we started. So uh, if you couldn't hear us, you know, I apologize. I apologize to the artists. Uh, we did the interviews for, uh, you, if you turn up your volume, you could still hear it fine, but... Uh, you know, you know, people just complain about anything. You know, essentially, you you can only kill it about ninety nine point eight percent of the time. You can't kill it all the time. Uh, you know, especially like I, I don't. I, I, I know this the show kind of gives so the impression that turn it down a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know, give some other people some room to kind of like you know, right. Kill it. Yeah, you get it like a kill it a monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> you can't monopolize the killing. Screw up sometimes. The killing it scene. Well, I, I, I think, and, you know, I'm, I'm flattered that people think of us as this big professional media organization or anything. I assure you, behind the scenes, it is not. <laughs> uh, like most media organizations, I have worked for professional newspapers. It's chaos 24-7. Don't let them tell you otherwise. Uh, it's the same for an independent organization with next to zero budget at this point. We have some sponsors now, so we have a little bit of a budget, but not very much at all. Um, this award uh, for the podcast uh, goes as much to Cole Creative as it does us, because we're using their facilities right now. We this literally could ours. not do this without Cole Creative. Absolutely. Woo! So, you know, big, big, big plug to them. Uh, you know, th thank you to Gerard and Holly and everybody here who uh, puts up with our shit and this this gentleman here who's holding the camera, <laughs> our our most captive audience the entire time. Uh, whether 
he wants smiling. to listen to our, our shit or not. So, you know, we appreciate everybody behind the scenes who makes this stuff happen because essentially it is mostly volunteer people who are working for nothing or working for very, very little. So uh, it, it is what it is, essentially. So the, the fact that we were able to do as much as we have in three years, I think, is, is, is cool. But uh, the Kirby Center is also a sponsor on our site. They have uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, tribute concert coming up on September 23rd. Uh, Stephen Stills and Judy Collins on September 27th. Uh, Matthew West on September 30th. And Fozzie with Chris Jericho on October 4th. And they just announced Evil Dead the Musical, which I'm personally very excited about. On October 30th. That'd be cool. Yeah. So if you if you're um, if you're a fan of the the movies, um, it's it's a musical adaptation that covers all three movies together, and there's a huge splash zone where you can wow. get blood and guts thrown at you. It's the like a cannibal show. corpse show. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. So the first couple of rows, if you're in there, you're going to get you're going to get covered, which is, is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, and uh, we also want to give, yeah. give a shout out to uh, Loyalty Barbershop and Shave Parlor, uh, who just opened their Wilkes-Barre location down on South Main Street uh, in the old Cafe Metro. So if you haven't been there yet, uh, definitely stop by and support those guys. So let's get to the Fringe Festival. Uh, Liz, you're one of the, the co-founders, so we're going to start with you. Uh, what made you want to uh, help found the, the, this festival? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, Connor talked me into it is the short answer. Um, <laughs> the long answer is I feel like Scranton really needs this kind of thing, and I feel like they can we can support it. Yeah. Um, I'm just, like, compiling a list of festivals that are happening in Scranton right now, and I think I realized just this week that Scranton is such a festival town. Mm -hmm. People will mm. come out and they will support things, whether it's the Electricity Music Conference, whether it's, you know, there's food festivals, the Festa Italiana, all different things. Even like the bonfire, which is just a one-day yeah. event, is such like a Scranton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody, everybody um, simultaneously complains that there's nothing to do in Scranton, but then simultaneously comes out and supports the things that there are to do in Scranton. So I think that um, the Fringe is mostly based on performing arts, and we do have like visual arts. We have a team playwriting workshop, and we we're trying to get all of the arts involved. But this is just one way to both support the artists and also support the audience and say here's something to do come out like enjoy it and we're starting to get um like a lot of touring acts as well because we're not the only fringe we're one of over 200 fringes and so some artists just they write a show and they tour it around the world and they do over and over and over again the same show for different audiences and it's like such a, a community so i'm really happy that we're a part of that now, what, uh, what made you want to get involved uh, with the festival? And uh, you, you've been involved pretty much from the beginning, right? Yeah. Um, it's the same thing, Connor Mayer. Connor Mayer. <laughs> no, no. Um, He's a, no that's, that's a very, very persuasive. Yeah. 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 Right? Very persuasive. And yet, where is he tonight? <laughs> um, no, it, uh, well, I'm in the New Vintage Ensemble, and our first year, we did a show there called Presenting the Spectrats. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I was just really excited to be part of that. And I did some, some stand-up comedy there, too. That was really fun. And it's just like, I, I, I need to be busy or I'm just the most miserable. So, like, it's a really good way to, like, just completely um, overfill my schedule for two months <laughs> at the end of summer into fall. And I just absolutely love it. And Because everything's so much fun. Like, every project everybody's doing is so cool and so much fun. 
and like such a neat expression of themselves. So if someone's like, hey, do you want to be part of this? And I'm like, are you serious? Of course I want to be part of this. Like, so it's just, yeah, it's just awesome. I feel like Simone is minimizing her contribution to Fringe. She helmed uh, Retrospective last year, which was a big hit. And uh, this year she's going to host our preview party, which is next Wednesday from 6 to 9 at the Scranton Cultural Center. Yay. I want people to know that. Nice. <laughs> They'll know. <laughs> well, and Connor got me hooked, you know, and he came in all full. Like, he, he's like a, a little kitten with all this nervous energy. I <laughs> get out and... And as the head of the children's library, I've been trying to have the, the children community be part of the bigger things in Scranton. And I've been there 12 years now, and we've, we've hosted First Fridays. We've been on the Art Walk venue because we've had um, art classes for the kids, and then we even had a children's library course at one point. So we culminated that in an art music festival. And we haven't done that in a while, so when Connor came along and presented this idea. Uh, first, I had to understand really what fringe meant. And I'm very literal, so I'm thinking fringe. And so, <laughs> oh my god, we, I love fringes. Well, the first year, we decor I decorated the front door and the fence with fringe so that people would... Yeah, you so cool. So I decorated with fringe to get the concept across. But the more he spoke about it and uh, bringing new things in and new acts and new people, I always want the children's library to be part of all of that because if if libraries don't change with the times and if they don't, like, I could keep giving you the same book year after year, but if it's not what you want, you're not going to come anymore. So we have to know what the current population wants and needs from us as a library. And I think we're very good at providing things for schools and, and the story times and things, but I wanted people to think of us outside that story time box and think of us as a place, a destination place, a cultural place, a place where families could go for the arts and for the culture. So for the first year, I mean, it was a little slow with the programs, but, you know, we had families coming in with little kids. And what I really appreciate is um, because of the Lackawanna um, Arts, uh, what? Lackawanna Arts and Culture Grant. I could never get that right. <laughs> the, uh, it was a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> with, that, with that wonderful grant from the county, the Fringe is able to do the programming in the Children's Library free of charge because that was one of the stipulations I said to Connor. I said, we're a nonprofit, a not-for-profit, and we can't charge. And so I was afraid then we would be kicked out of Fringe, but he was really good, and the Fringe committee was very good about finding groups and finding alternative funding for them. So all the other venues you need the button to get into, but with the Children's Library, you don't need to do that. So as I said, the, the odder it is, the more bizarre it is, that's what I want for the Children's Library. Because you never know what's going to pique the interest mm -hmm. of a child or a family. You say, gee, I never thought I could do that, and now here I can do it. And introducing things, tell me if I'm talking too much, okay? No, you're doing okay. great. Because I, I said to Elizabeth before we started, when I get passionate and excited about something, I said, then the New York is going to come out. <laughs> I'm so happy you're passionate about I am. Fringe. That's the important part to me. It is. And yeah. I just feel I love being included in things. And again, you know, I'm reaching a certain age with the gray hair and everything, and I don't want people to think of libraries as, um, you know, the gray-haired lady saying shush all the time. No, we're a vibrant, active community place. And if it weren't for Lackawanna, Lackawanna County grants and the good coordination and, and what's the other word? Cooperation, collaboration with these other groups 
and then Mandy's group has been rehearsing at the library, and you know, I said, I don't know what they're doing, but look at their rehearsal schedule, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and and then her group, and then there are other people who have volunteered to do things at the library, so they can be sure that I'm going to, you know, take advantage of them that way. It's funny, like, I'm just realizing it, and like, not that the adult library isn't great, because it is great. I go there and I need to print something or, like, read a book or, like, just go and eat some silence. It's great. But then I'm thinking to myself, I'm almost 30 years old, and I spend more time at the children's library than I do at the adult library. Like, I grew up there with all the time, but now as an adult, I keep finding reasons to spend all this time there, and, like, it's kind of amazing. And I'm so excited every time I walk in. We get, you know, I'm digressing a little. I'm sorry. Pull me back. But we have university students who will come in and just sit there. And because it is a children's library, you know, we we make sure that the adults who come in are there with a reason. And we'll have tables. And I say, oh, can I help you? Oh, we're just, you know, students at the university. Well, can I help you find something? No. And then I look at the books. And they're looking at Curious George and Ferdinand the Bull and, and the books that they read as kids. And they're just reliving their childhood. And it's a safe, comfortable place to come to. So I think if we can be a venue, and people know us, they they know us from doing our programming and being in the community. So then, if we're offering programs through the fringe, they're more. I think they're more likely to come because they know us. We, we've got face recognition already, and they know we're not going to lead them into anything dangerous. Yeah, and yeah. That, that totally works both ways. That mm-hmm. people come to the children's library. There are people that are full-grown adults looking for free programming go to the children's library mm-hmm. and then they get hooked into fringe in the opposite direction yes because they get the you know the fringe guide which is available at all of our 18 <laughs> fun partners down you're literally the best at like just talking those like number one very important yes. points like in. we have a lot of these out there and if you don't have one already come to our free preview party on wednesday <laughs> six to nine at the culture center no but um yeah it's it i love the community and the, the focusing and the cross-hatching and that that grant that you're talking about this the Lackawanna County Arts and Culture, and we also this year have a Pennsylvania Arts Council grant mm-hmm. too, and that money funds this because we believe in paying our artists. So mm-hmm. most of the money this year from the ticket prices goes directly to the artists, and we take a percent that helps pay for the venue and the ads and you know everything that we need to do to put the whole festival on. But we we loved meeting with Lorene because we said it is important to us that the artists get paid. Like We don't mm-hmm. need to make a profit from this if we don't have to pay you as a venue. But when So we went after that grant, and then that grant money both supports all the free programming at the Children's Library and also supports a program that we do with the Everhart Museum. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, I was just there today talking to the teenagers who are doing playwriting with the Everhart Museum, and they went to the Everhart, looked around at the different... Um, art hang on the walls and it's like a feedback loop of like they're talking about their inspirations from the artwork and what that pictures make them feel and then they write about it and then sometimes it ends up having nothing to do with the original inspiration sometimes it has everything to do with it and this year we're actually offering a new teen play uh, it's teen visual um, where artists um, are they went through our guide and they looked through the different like brief descriptions of shows and they picked most of them picked white rabbit red rabbit which is a great show, um, and they looked at the description of it, and that show is really about like not knowing and censorship, because the whole conceit of that show is that the people who perform it can never have seen it before. They only get the script right when they start performing it, and then they have to do whatever the script says. <laughs> oh, boy. Somebody's yeah. doing yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 so it's going to be Connor O'Brien, Simone Daniel, and Michael Burgos that's previously come from the eulogy. So those three people, they just decided to take a leap with me. I was like, I think we should do this play called White Rabbit, Red Rabbit. 
And then it actually turned out that that was what most of the artists for the teen visual focus on. And they're um, reinterpreting just from like one paragraph. Like, <laughs> what do we think this means? What is this like secret play about? And, and, and turning that into paintings and photographs. And I think that's so cool. Totally cool. Yeah. And it sounds really fun. I mean, I hope so. I hope yeah. it's fun for <laughs> them. Yeah. You, you brought this this up, and I think it applies to the festival as well. How do you choose programming that you think is going to be a hit or that is going to connect with people and stuff like that? We don't. Um, that, in particular, White Rabbit, Red Rabbit, I'm producing it, and I d just decided that this is something that I thought would be good for the festival to have. Mm -hmm. um, and we do produce other uh, programming through the Fringe. We're doing a comedy showcase this year, which we've never done before. We have our big gay story slam, um, a music night at the Keys that we already mentioned. But we have an open application process um, that's in the end of February, the beginning of March, um, and anybody can apply. And we don't curate for content. We say that we uh, jury for time and space. That's simply because if we know, this year we have 13 venues. That's we're trying to get a little bit smaller, and we actually went up one venue from our past year. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute, this is not making sense. Um, so we have, we know we're going to have X amount of venues, and there's X amount of like slots for the festival, then we can only fit that many shows in. So it's not, um, I, I don't care what your show is about, and if, if I think it's going to be a hit or not, that's really not my business. I think it's important to empower the audience to make those choices. Because fringe festivals are supposed to be a little weird and a little unusual, and sometimes the art is really polished and they've done it a, a thousand times before and they've, they've toured with a piece. Um, or sometimes this is the first time that a show's ever been produced and there might be some bumps and it might be rough and need to be reworked, and that's okay because we try to keep the ticket prices really low and let the audience know, you know, we don't believe in censorship, we don't believe in, in restricting anything, so go through the guide and go on our website and pick, like, what looks interesting to you. Well, last year we had a little problem with one of the ones at the Children's Library, the, the, um, the Italian stories. Mm -hmm. It was going to be one way, but due to illness and things, one person didn't show up. So here I was, the token Irish-American, <laughs> trying to read the, the stories from mm -hmm. this one town in Italy that um, Stephanie Longo mm -hmm. had, had written. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, i got to practice this word before I do it. So I felt very good. So, you know, there was, those were some of the bumps. Yeah. But you know what? It, it, it worked fine because I think, too, that shows the audience that we can handle it and that if something happens, and then I felt a responsibility being the venue director, so to speak, and also I wanted to make it as, as good as, as I could, mm -hmm. and I figured, all right, if I can do this in front of 130 children, I can certainly do this in a group of 25 adults yeah. so but yeah I think it's very interesting that there is such a variety mm -hmm. of um, shows and performances that there's something for everyone and now we have and we have the children and I feel proud that we've been part the children's library has been part of it since the first first one and it gets more and more so now this is the the third annual mm -hmm. festival so how do you feel that it's developed from the first time you I feel like it's really important to us to get the word out to the audience. What is a fringe? I think no one's ever going to stop asking me what is a fringe, <laughs> it, and that's okay. It's it's sure. a, the people who do fringes they know what that means, what that word means. It it there's a connotation if you do fringes, and you'll understand that 
it's a community and a ton of people come together to put a ton of effort into ours is going to be five days this year some uh, the edinburgh fringe goes for the whole month of august so it depends on the festival but it's always the idea that like everybody's coming to it with with the best intentions and they're all coming to it like to be a community um, so I want everyone to know what a fringe means. That means that these shows are going to be, they're going to be like light on tech, light on um, uh, displays. It might be just like one little piece of, of set behind them, but that doesn't mean that it takes away from the impact of the show. Um, and it also means that it's both people from our local community and it's also uh, people, there's some people this year that are coming from LA. In the past we've had people come from Texas, from New Orleans. It's, it's a big community. So I feel like knowing what a fringe is is what I want people to Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I still have people, I, I think everyone knows what an open mic is, and you still have people who are like, why aren't these guys professionals? How come they're not as good as the guys on TV? It's like, it's How come an open, open mic. mic. <laughs> you, go yeah. you go ahead, you get up there. That's, yeah, exactly. that's always that's always my response. We always get, you know, I'll sometimes live stream it, uh, like we did this first week, uh, our open mic just returned uh, to the V-Spot uh, on uh, Tuesday nights. And we live streamed it, and inevitably there was somebody in there who was like, oh, that guy's no good, get the gong out, like that <laughs> oh, kind of thing. On. And it's like, oh, man. come on, man. Like, yeah. you know, that... It's a supportive environment. It, right? Exactly, and that's, that's what we always try and encourage with the site as well, because mm -hmm. I think most media is looking for that clickbait headline of, you know, attacking somebody mm -hmm. or making them look bad or whatever, so everybody can dogpile. Yep. And you see that in local media as well as national media. And we try to do the opposite and yeah. kind of foster people, make them feel good and stuff like that. And I was just talking to uh, Vinny, the owner, today about, you know, he said, how do you think it went? And I, I said, good, because it, it, it encourage, you know, encourages people who have maybe never done this before or haven't done it in a long time to come out and give it a try. And, you know, we, we saw a friendship develop uh, right, you know, mm -hmm. right in the first one. Two guys who live mm -hmm. hours apart, who never met each other before, had never been to any of our events before, came and they ended up doing a couple songs together. So, that's you know, awesome. it's like, so cool. that's the kind of stuff that you want to foster and you want to continue. And, you know, I, I see that very much happening at the Fringe all the time. It seems like a lot of friendships and things are made and, and uh, you know, uh, more opportunities are opened up because of the Fringe. I hope so. I mean, we really want to foster this community, and we want people to connect with each other. And and the fact that for this is our third year, and we have some of the same touring artists come back and say that they love Scranton, and, and you know, um, we have the same venues. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we move around. This year, um, we had we didn't use a few venues just because they weren't handicap accessible. Mm -hmm. We're trying our mission statement to make uh, the performing arts accessible to audience and artists alike. That also encompasses, you know being able to get into an elevator if you have to and that kind of thing and handicap <laughs> sure. accessible and so yeah I, I really think that um, I, I hugely promote that and we have like uh, events for the artists to come and, and meet each other and a secret group where people can chat and be like I put my brochures up here do you think this is a good idea and that kind of thing and it's um, it was cool um, when we were in Edinburgh um, we like we would go see a lot of shows and meet with like other artists and stuff. And Scranton Fringe already had this like really cool reputation with a lot of them. Yes. Like we kept meeting. Like there's this one dude. He would always live stream and he'd see somebody and he'd go Scranton Fringe and yeah. he'd always like shout us out or like call like, somebody two over. Two different and, like, days. Me and her are, like walking yeah, we walked past. He's like Scranton Fringe. Yeah. Like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. No, friend. No, but it was just it was cool because and then like we would be talking to people at a show and Liz would be like, Oh, I'm from Scranton Fringe. You should think about coming. And go. Oh yeah, I heard that's a really good fringe like people have been talking like 
it's cool. It's like a, it's definitely a community, and like there's a few regulars who come in every. Unfortunately, no Molly balloons this year. Don't tell them. No. Look, I'm real upset. She's in Europe or something. She's yeah. terrible. I love her so much. She still loves but and supports us, but she when does. she gets She'll like be a here paying here. job so. in Europe, we can't really. Yeah, sorry, jerk. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. But we We've like built a little yeah. community. Yeah, I like it. Like we'll have to tag her in this video. Molly balloon. So where's one of the closest areas that have a fringe festival? Oh, Rochester. well, I have, just like, went to Rochester, which is going on right now. That looked insane. It was phenomenal. They have um, a spectacle every year. So their spectacle was um, these giant, uh, they don't want to call them balloons, the people who do it. it they're French, uh, they're balloons. But they, they call them inflatables, and they have these huge, like, Macy's Parade Day so size. Yeah. And they're, like, running around in this enormous empty lot and like unfolding the balloons to turn them into different shapes and I took a ton of pictures I'll show them to you but um there's this right now and I just went up for like an overnight to pick up some tech from the director Shayla Batchelder who is the fringe doctor she's the director of the Pittsburgh fringe and so she's lending us some stuff to help us out with uh, uh different venues and I went there for the night and then after us I think the next one is uh Baltimore fringe is the beginning of November and they're great too they're they're moving to a new arts district so, and Philly Fringe, also, they for a while, they didn't call themselves a fringe. So, I don't know. Now, they're starting to call themselves a fringe again. So, I don't Catching know. Catching on. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the situation was there. If they, yeah, they the called program. them, like, fringe arts yeah. or something. Yeah. Hello. Is, is that, a, a, like, a branded name, a trademark name? That Not in America. Oh. In Canada, the Canadian Association of Fringe Festivals has... Um, trademarked the term fringe so if okay. you want to be a part of a fringe in canada you have to go through this association but the united states association of fringe festivals is kind of more mellow and it's just like you know Whatever. start one and join us okay. <laughs> yeah which is weird because usually the u.s is pretty nasty yeah. about copyrights mm -hmm. and all that good stuff going after people the, the pierogi festival being a local oh God, yeah. example of <laughs> what? that what happened there's like a big skit with a pierogi festival there's a pierogi festival in where is it uh, totally off topic yeah it's no, so important inherited oh yeah i don't the know yeah, there, there's there's uh one who's hun hundreds of hundreds of miles away from here, and uh, I think it's in like Ohio. It wasn't the Kibasti like Festival, though. No, it was it, it was, it was a pierogi festival, and they were they. God they, forbid, there's more than there's, one. Yeah, there's, no, there's, there's, an, there's an Edwardsville pierogi festival, and they, they said you you have to change your name. Oh, that wow. we own the rights to the words pierogi festival. No, who has? Uh, I want to know who has that much time on their hands that organizes the pierogi festival. <laughs> right. It's gonna yeah. call somebody and literally make googling it. Like I need a cut. I need to find out where all the pierogi festivals are because. Um, I'm pretty sure they didn't change the name of their minor league team to be the pierogies for a game a few years back with those awesome pierogi hats that they made. And, uh, and I don't think they also, I don't the think they really know who they're dealing with yeah. also, oh, dear. on the other hand. That's, that's, that's just bless them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do it. Come for us. Native did that, like, NEPA challenge a few years ago, and that yes. was, I made that pierogi, like, I crocheted it, because I was like, this is a Scranton thing. So I remember that. They can't take that away from us. Seriously. I was at a wedding um, over the weekend, and one of, it was a chaplain, actually, he never had Halushki, never heard of it, never knew oh, anything no. about it. Didn't know it was a thing. Well, life. at the Wyoming That's County funny. Fair two weeks ago, that was one of my lunches. Halushki and pierogi from uh, Nativity up in uh, <laughs> Tokanik. Man, stop talking about pierogies, guys. That's uh, Halushki ever. Yeah, so nothing, never heard of it. So weird. In, in, when I was in New York, a lot of people 
didn't know about like pierogies and stuff. Like they're like potato raviolis. I'm like, yeah, pierogies. They're like, I never, I've never had that before. I'm like, especially on Long Island, you know, Long Island. Yeah, they don't do that on Long Island. No, Long Island, not Long Island. No. no. <laughs> Poor things. I always knew that place was a dump. Hey, we've got the bagels. We've got the bagels and pizza. Old Forge has nothing on our pizza. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Okay, that's going to blow up now. Let's turn off these cameras. We can say anything. It goes like, shh. You see a hand coming at the camera. Turn it Okay, just on the ceiling in the children's library are the names of all the local towns. Um, so, and right there is Old Forge, and Liz Klusner, who worked at the library as an artist, she put an Old Forge pizza on the floor underneath, nice. because she asked the kids, she goes, what else do you think we need in here? And one of the kids said pizza, so if you look up at Old Forge on the ceiling, and then you look down, she did an Old Forge pizza. That's and cool. so That's awesome. we, we're always thinking it's a book that fell off the shelf. <laughs> but yeah. um, no, there's an old forge pizza, pizza on the floor. Well, so. good. I hope so. he bends out and pick up that book every, every day. day. Every day. <laughs> I hope it hurts. <laughs> Talk about our pizza. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, so are we good now? We're, we're good. good. All right, all right, all right. Okay, shoot. <laughs> it's great. It's such a forgiving culture. Yeah, right? we're really soft here. Soft people. <laughs> Loving people. I mean, we, 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 could, we could get a beer sponsor. I don't think we could get a church to sponsor us just to get free pierogies. I don't think. I think anyway. we could. I mean, maybe I a very open-minded church. Can we just get an old lady? Yeah. Like the okay. lady? Yeah. Any old lady sponsors? What if we had just like a little like Sponsor. section over here with like a lady Sponsor. that we yeah, cut to yes. and ask her for any of her advice or guidance? Oh, and here's our neighbor pro. Just make it real. Everyone else has like a sidekick. Yeah, well, like an accordion. We can get like a hot dog guy. Yeah, I'm not coming back until you get the pierogi. Peace, guest. You might be one of our. Is she the only one that we've had twice? So far. Yeah. yeah. This is my third time, y'all. You're definitely well, second, third. And then we can yeah. harass them when they do a bad batch. Yes. Sticks. That sounds, that sounds mean. Beat them out. I don't care. <laughs> An old lady? <laughs> Why does a pierogi lady have to be old? Oh, shit. Because they make Why do you think lady have to Are be all ladies old? They're the yeah. most experienced. I am delicate and have good right? manners. I'm a lady. Call me old. <laughs> all right. No, but it could be a pierogi man. You know what? It could yeah, be a pierogi Same thing. Here's what happens. Uh -oh, we get a pierogi man, and then all the females freak out and say, You're right. Why is it a man? Because <laughs> you're taking away the pierogies. Why is it a man? Why can't be a pierogi lady? So, okay, pierogi person. I worked in the church bazaar this past summer. There it is. It was my first time working in a bazaar since I was a little kid. And I was the piggy lady. Oh, so nice. I can relate oh, okay. to this whole scenario. Yeah. That sounds insulting. I was the piggy lady. <laughs> How'd you feel about I that? Was, I, know what you're um, I was a little overwhelmed at first. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot going on. And the pierogies ladies, they're like the like cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's just, that's really complicated. And it's like with or without onions, you want sauerkraut, potato, cheese. So they have a lot going on. And I'm next to them. And I just have piggies to like dish out, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I walk in there. It's like my boyfriend's family. And like, they just have oh, yeah. it down to a science, you know? Like, they're just... Boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like, no idea what I'm doing, just dishing out <laughs> piggies. And everyone's like, come on, lady, come on, lady. Like, you know, that, like I'm just much. trying to do my job. People were yelling from outside. It was crazy. And so I have a lot of respect for pierogi ladies, piggy ladies, uh, food people, potato pancake ladies. Oh, man, people get serious. You know how hot it is in there? Oh, yeah. Maybe you, one day you'll be like the piggy duchess. The piggy duchess. Oh, like Meepa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. Wow, I don't know what that means, uh, but I have to become it. Yes. <laughs> it's my goal now to be the piggy duchess of Meepa. <laughs> so, what beer is that? 
Yeah, what do we got? This is from. Thank you for asking. Rich? Am I? Tell the lady what she's having. This, this is from Oom Did you pour me too? Which is French. Is that the new one? Yeah, which is Although it is it is uh, brewed in Chicago, uh, but they have a French Ooh. name. And uh, they do Belgian and French <laughs> styles. This is a sour beer. It is a sour beer. Yes, I just discovered that. <laughs> yes. And it is a 5.5%, so kind of in the middle. I don't that is sour. sour. Oh. Funny story. <laughs> I'm allergic to beer. <laughs> ah. <laughs> More beers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, is there, is there a fair medic on site? <laughs> We've got 45 <laughs> minutes. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> this um, definitely has that uh, fermented taste yeah. uh, to it. The it's sour very beer, tart. I never, never got into the sour. You, you have to be, a, to, uh, to be honest, you have to be an absolute fan of sour beers to yeah. like this one. Uh, I'm not, not a big fan of sour beers. So is anyone? Uh, but yeah. Beer Boy says, I actually, I actually yeah, like them. Big fan. Do you, do you like them? I, I, um, it's okay, but like I said, I am allergic, so I should probably <laughs> stop drinking them. <laughs> I was not kidding. I'm going to puff up a little bit. But oh. that's fine. We support making good decisions on the fringe. Yeah. Well, you don't get to be piggy duchess by just letting life pass you by, my friend. That's true. you got to grab the beer. But if you're not a sour beer fan, Beer Boys does have 72 beers on tap. Yes. <laughs> that was smooth. You are, you are a marketing genius over there. He is. Did, did I mention I how low budget we are? Please don't sue us. No, you're good. <laughs> I, I knew I was when I started drinking the beer two beers ago. That's not it's how it works, like, You're amazing because yeah. you just did it to be polite. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I got something out of it. You heard I got that lawyers we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. It's they okay, don't have we're any lawyers. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> Strange because people really think that fringe is fancy. That, and but. that's that's another thing too. Uh, I'd imagine that uh, again behind the scenes because this is such a large festival, people mm -hmm. probably have assumptions like, oh, there's all this money and mm -hmm. huge sponsors and everything behind it. And there are sponsors, of course, but uh, they probably think that it's you know a lot of people are getting you know all this money and stuff like that. And it's mostly volunteer, really. Yeah, that is not the the case. Um, Connor and I are the staff. Positions, if you can call it that, and what that really means is that we talk about Fringe every single day, <laughs> every day of the year, every day. This year, I was just telling Lorene, we redid our website this year, so on Christmas Day, we were like messaging back and forth, like, "Oh, this is totally wrong, and we need to fix this." And we need, uh, you know, it's it's not just a one weekend event at Fringe. We do year-round event. We have um, other, like partnerships and things, um, and and yeah, it's it's. We need we need volunteers. We need sponsorship. We need everything um, because I feel like the community loves to participate in the fringe, but they do. They think that we're we're a part of a corporation. Somebody asked me actually if we're a franchise, if if like of the main <laughs> fringe, and we have like all this franchise money backing us. No, we don't. We're we're always looking for support um, and, and and to get involved in the community. We love all the people. They do their own show, and that's fantastic. And we love the people that do their own show. But we need volunteers, you know, to work the box, box office. And do you still need volunteers? Liz? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's next. Week. We volunteer have, yeah. for the pierogi lady position. <laughs> you, you? It is actually really fun volunteering. Yeah. Yeah, and, and volunteers get passes yes. to see free so shows, nice. and then there's, like, uh, artist and volunteer events that are not for the public, and we try, like I said before, we really try to foster the community. Yeah, and I, I think it's funny that people think we're a franchise. Yeah, it's one one of our sponsors that we love and, and uh, always want to support us, but they uh, said this year, oh, you know, we try to support smaller events that need us. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you we think we're, so doing, well. we're doing so well. Like, I'm glad you think that we're expanding right. into, like, you know, we have a great team, but it is small. And so, yeah, we always welcome everyone. Join us on the Fringe. 
I was a volunteer for the first fringe. Did do you, you know that? Week? No, I didn't know that, but I'm very happy to hear it. What are you doing? Quiet the whole podcast. Did you know? What did you do? Where did you work? What show did you work? I, I didn't work a show. What did you do? I think my team helped create the logos and stuff for the. Oh, that's where. Okay, that's funny. And we thank I, you. I remember, it was Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, yes. I do know Ashley. Then, so yes, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. In the back of my head, I was like, what is it? Um, <laughs> 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 okay. Guess I'm gonna get demoted. I remember <laughs> my first year. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because um, Ashley created uh, for our first year. We had there was a chicken egg with human arms and a crown on it and human legs. And so then the second year we had uh, Sam Nardelli from um, Shantytown Design, and we said, "Here's what we had last year. Like, if you want to build on this or change or whatever." And she took the chicken, and so this is our third incarnation of the chicken, which was, it started was out being uh, an egg with a crown on it, and then so last year we just had his head with a crown on it. His name is King Raymond, <laughs> and he is the official French mascot. We also have he looks a like he's super in awesome of- bear that's named after a special friend of ours who might be doing a dance right now. Oh. Me. It's me. It's named after me. This is Lady Josette. It's one my of our name. other uh, That's a cool middle name. Yeah. She's a cute bear, isn't she? She's, cute bear. She's cute. Yeah. I can see the resemblance. I was driving Lovely. and I made them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, it doesn't have a name yet. We were like, no. She's like, name it after me. So we did. Thanks, guys. There might be a bear head in my car right now. There may be. Can we talk about our middle names? Yeah, what's yeah. your middle name? Fortuna. Fortuna. Stop it. You have the coolest name ever. That is pretty cool. Brittany Fortuna. I was going to make you guys guess, but never. Never. What's oh yours? Oh, my God. William. Yeah, that's boring. That's all right. Johnny? It's a strong name. Christopher. Oh, I was going to guess. Also oh. a strong name. <laughs> all right. Fortuna's Irish, what do you think? Hey, Aaron? Kelly? Aaron. Colleen. Mary. 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 I named all my aunts. One of those five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all sound like nuns in my family. Yeah. Josette, I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Josie. <gasps> I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. <laughs> I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Me too. It's my favorite. <laughs> She's from Scranton. In She's her, from um, Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Keystone State. <laughs> Never been kissed? Yeah, not our accent. Oh, but, yeah. well, she tried. Yeah. Drew Barrymore's not great with accents. Her name is Josie Geller. She's American Traveler. Is it Josie Geller? Yeah, Josie Geller. Oh, my God. I'm so good at this. Yeah, you are. You're great at this. <laughs> okay. Anne is my, mo- my Anne. mother's name. Anne. So I can see that. Yeah. Great name. Elizabeth Anne. That's, yeah. Fortuna. 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 Where does that come from? It's Italian. Uh, my grandmother's name, who I never had the privilege of meeting, was named Fortuna Isolina Iamaroni. She wow. was right from Italy. That's but I'm Irish also. Irish Italian. I'm Irish Italian too. Yeah, potatoes like yeah, and, and pasta. Yeah. yeah. I literally live yeah. off both of those yeah. all day. <laughs> Always. Nobody's, <laughs> but I'll eat both those things too. Yeah. yeah. Food is all I eat is pasta, potatoes, bread, and cheese. <laughs> I love your lunch. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I can't help it. And vodka sometimes. With club soda, because I don't know. <laughs> Just vodka. The bottle. Shut, 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 shut. Yeah. There you go. Bring Potato a bottle. She'll be the, I'm the pierogi lady now. Okay. Richard <laughs> William. Dick Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Bill. Thank, thank, thank you for bringing up my, uh, my childhood and, and getting bullied every single day. I appreciate it. I, Is that I, what really, I really want to relive that. That's a cool no, name. Well, That's a real the, cool name. Dicky Bill. Yeah. Dicky Dick Bill. Bill from the north side. <laughs> As, so, as soon as the kids figure out that which you side is Grant? substitute Richard for Dick. Would you you know, which side is Grant are you from? West side. West Ooh, side! Dickie Bill from the You're West side. You're a West Sider? I am. West Me too. Nice. Yeah. West, West side. Bleed blue. 
Although I went to Scranton, so I'm kind of full of shit. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Christopher. Is it Jonathan? It's not Jonathan. It's not Jonathan. Do not do that to do me. Do not. Don't. Mm -mm. Sorry. He's serious. Don't do that to me. John. So what is the third <laughs> brew? Says the non-beer drinker. Yeah, can we get out there? I need to pass to the important stuff. <laughs> I gotta take a break from this. Yeah, she, I, I like how he just goes over. He's like, I'm going to give this to Gerard. <laughs> Screw this. Off camera. What's You're your like middle name? Right? What's your first Adam. name? Jake. Jake Adams. Jake Adams. What's your Jake last Adam. name? Oh, it sounds like, sounds a, like Jake, a Disney star. Oh, what's your social Adam security Adam. number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what, Hi, this is your Jake Adams. <laughs> yeah, that's a strong name. All three of you guys. Am I the only one who likes it? Gerard, what's your middle name? Gerard Joseph. Beer Boys has 72 beers on tap. <laughs> Thank Where, you. Where's Beer Boys located? North Washington Street. So like a block away from here. Yeah, oh. Very close. So down the road. Yeah. Well, I found Wilkesbury and Scranton both have the same street names. And not being from around here, I'm very confused. Yeah. So when you uh, say right. North Washington, I don't think... I'm thinking yeah, Ave. He said street. My yeah. head, the way I like to describe... North Washington runs this way. Wilkesbury? That way. It's like, do you know when you have a dream about your house, mm -hmm. but like you know it's your house, but it's not your house? Yeah. That's how I feel when I come to Wilkes Bear. Like, oh, I feel like, like I'm having a dream yeah. about my house, but it's like, it's, it's like, like everything's Victorian. kind of my in the same place, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's you the know same, it's... but it's different. Yeah. It's the same. Like, something's off. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to tell my son about your place because he, he, like, my son travels mm. in the same, so it sounds weird. But like your age demographic, yeah. and so it's weird. He goes, "Oh, I saw so and so." I was like, "Yeah, well, I know them too." What's your son's middle what, name? Twenty-one year olds. Brennan. Brennan, no. that's a good. He's been allowed to volunteer for the brand. <laughs> he works. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing but it. But he goes to just the like being all very efficient. I'm just so on point with what, like, I have a list She's of like, things that I, need, I know I need. need to get across. I'm going to bring these things up over and over again until everyone is sick and of she was Speaking of my pierogies, Beer Boys, the brand new. It's like you two both have your objectives for the entire conversation. Oh my gosh, if I don't talk about the children, we have to keep going. We have to talk about the children's programming. Um, go ahead. You go okay. ahead. You There's take a picture over there that I brought under the children's program. New vintage this one that one. flyer. So the first thing we're going to have is a read aloud theater called the Giggler Treatment, and that's based on a book like um, <laughs> by Roddy Dowell. So it's going to be. They're calling it a, a read aloud theater. So it's going to be a read aloud, and they're going to be different characters. And actually, Jake, who not from State Farm, but Jake from <laughs> the Children's <laughs> Library. He's um, maintenance and security there. He's going to be reading one of the parts. And then um, uh, Danielle Joyce and her two daughters are going to be there and doing some of the parts. And Danielle does face painting. So she volunteered to do face painting before the show. We're so. adding new programming in left and right. Yes, yeah. I know. This was the last yeah. You guys must be sponsored by some major corporations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are part of the sponsors. And then we have yeah, yeah. Simone's group. You're invited. You're invited. Produced by the New Vision Ensemble, and I'm missing rehearsal to be here tonight. And they said if I miss rehearsal and don't talk about it, then I'm in big trouble. And you'll never <laughs> work in this town again. <laughs> you'll never work in this town. Okay. Um, yeah, it's You're Invited. It's a really cool, um, interactive show. Um, it's a big party, and it takes place in the land of Once Upon a Town, and it's about a wizard named Winnie arriving in town to help solve the problems of some famous storybook characters. And the cool thing is, it's written based on interviews done by children, done with children. They didn't conduct the interviews, they were interviewed. Um, and they were asked, you know, like, what's wrong with everything, and how do we fix it? And they were, and they came up with these, like, really, like, insightful, like, 
21st century like issues about like people being too into technology and like just their solutions were really cool and interesting and so it's fun it's like goofy and colorful and loud and there's like it's like a Shrek thing where like there's jokes for the parents and jokes for the kids yeah bring the whole family yeah we won't bore the parents we're not monsters <laughs> so we'll act silly for the kids and, and the we'll library has great for acoustics great acoustics great places to hide and put people yeah it's going to be very cool so that's and it's free admission free admission like and that's going to be Friday <laughs> at 6pm Saturday at 3pm and Sunday at 3pm so if anybody has questions they can call the library and find out and then on Friday 7.30 Saturday at 1pm and Sunday at 1pm sing along with Lily Mao and yeah. so again, it'll be. She's going to be singing songs about math and counting and the and alphabet. She's awesome. yeah. And she's awesome. Mm-hmm. So oh, we my always friend has a photo shoot with her tomorrow. Oh, oh she's right. Blondie, yeah. cutie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. She's great. Yeah, you want to just like come along? I was like, I'm gonna try to do that. Yeah. yeah. So Friends, it's we have our kids. That's so funny. I've heard her name. I've never heard her name before. I heard her twice in the same day. She must be on the line. Yes. For a few years now, she's been around. Yeah. She's a regular pierogi lady. Totally. Very cool. This is all the kind of fun stuff that we like to do at the library, and and this kind of programming really engages the children. This kind of pro- this kind of programming really <laughs> engages. When I see this, it looks like huggies. It does. It does. Oh. But that's okay. Um, it really anything that engages the parents and children, and I think it's important for parents to see that they're having fun, they're engaged, but they're also kind of learning tangentially, mm-hmm. and it might give them some confidence and boost something in them that they hadn't thought about doing. So at some point when you're not around doing yeah. the vintage yes. ensemble, yes. you'll have some new groupies to do. We'll always be around. Our <laughs> secret plan <laughs> is That's to have like steps of like levels of to, to hook them in with the children's programming mm-hmm. at the library, and then to go to the teen playwright and the teen visual, and then they can write their own play and star in their own play and be in the festival as a full-fledged. We actually have a, a group that is doing that that started last year with the Everhart um, and, and wrote his own play and applied separately, and they're doing their own thing. So I think that's that that's awesome. like that's the way that's the way to catch them. You get them when yeah. they're when they're learning, that's and then the you're like, you're part of the all about. Really? And then and then you audit them, and you get all their secrets, and then <laughs> you blackmail them into years, <laughs> just taking no. their money and their time. Until Girl, I just want volunteers. I'm and not then they volunteer. asking for too much that's, here. Well, that's, don't, don't that's how you them. get them, Liz. That's how you get volunteers. Are you hypnotizing them into it? Okay. Can you guys explain the buttons? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I have buttons. Are these the actual buttons? Mm-hmm. You know the buttons? Oh. Yes, the buttons are mm-hmm. black this year. Oh, We're okay. a little bit goth. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, the buttons, if you buy a fringe button for $5, then all of that money goes to support the festival, which we need. Yay. But every button that you buy um, will get you a $3 discount on every show in the whole festival, which there's 37 different shows. So without the button, every show is $10. And with the button, every show is $7. And also on our website, or on page 6 of the guide, we have 18 different local downtown businesses that are all in Scranton that um, if you show your button from the time you buy it until the end of the year, till December 31st, they will give you a discount. Like, for example, Adezzo's first on the list. So you go to Adezzo anytime between now and the new year, they'll give you 10% off of any purchase just by showing the button. So, like, honestly, if you don't even go to the fringe, the yeah. button's worth it. Yeah, because you're just gonna get a discount on. Like, you look at the list, you're like, oh, okay, that's everywhere yeah. that I go. Yeah, cool. It's all okay. the places so downtown. The next year, the beer guide. The beer yeah, people. Get up I mean, bar. we welcome it. There's a couple bars we on here, like the Keys and Whiskey Dips, and 
like there's bars, there's restaurants, there's places where you can buy clothes. Um, somebody told me last year that they took the button and they did all their Christmas shopping with the button because they got 10% off at a clothing store and they were like, this is great. You're going to find some real just like bargain shoppers that yeah. have no interest. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, I have the pirates. Yeah. You don't want to go to the festival? Okay, just buy the button. <laughs> Honestly, but I since would. you already bought it, you but, might as already well bought, go, yeah. Come so. to the free, again, buy the button, come to the free preview party and see little clips of all the shows that'll be performing during the festival and then pick which one you like. And then you'll be hooked. And you're hooked. That's our, our secret plan. Yeah, that's how they get you. Uh, th this goes back to what we were talking about earlier with uh, gender stereotypes and things like that. It just happened to work into a call me, z call me z. The uh, yeah, to turn turn serious all of a sudden. It's not that serious. Uh -oh. But uh, if, if you look at the the photo we use, for example, uh, of many of the volunteers mm -hmm. that are going to be there and stuff like that, overwhelmingly female. Mm -hmm. you, all, uh, all three of our guests tonight are, are female. It seems like a lot of the arts around here are male dominated. Like if you go, like I mean, as much as I loved uh, the the awards and and seeing all the bands, a lot this of weekend, dudes, mostly <laughs> dudes, with some females so as well who are all great voices and things like that too. But mostly male dominated. A lot of the arts seem to be male dominated. What do you? I don't know if you have any insight into this, but why do you think that this... It's obviously the women has, behind the scenes that are has, making all this stuff happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably because men are poor planners. We could never put up. anything like this together. Yeah, but you say, yeah, we, it's all good. It's all good. We don't have to read the directions. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what I've seen, just, and I'm not, like, really not trying to make any generalizations, um, but I'm going to make some generalizations. And, okay. like, I... I the fringe is, and I'm not saying men don't work well on teams, because almost every team that we know is made up of men. So, like, if the concept of teams exist, you know, that means it's obviously working out pretty well. But, um, you know, I think there's this really unfair stereotype that women can't work together, and you can't have a group of women do something because they can't get along, and it's just going to be really ugly. And um, the fringe is such a community team activity, and it takes an entire village of people, and a lot of those people happen to be women, and it works super, super well. And there's no ego, there's no competitiveness. It's like everybody... It's for the greater good. Yeah, it's for the greater good. And there is like a, you know, a nurturing, very nurturing vibe to it. Um, like a lot of people investing a lot of time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like very selfless. Like I'm not talking about myself because I only do what I enjoy and I get a lot of credit for it. I'm talking about the people <laughs> behind the scenes who go to board meetings every month and like work their butts off and you guys like sending out miserable emails 24-7 and on Christmas We're like doing these nice things. Emails. I mean great emails but being miserable about it. I'm just kidding you have a great time. Oh my god stop talking. Um, no but it, it, it's, it's cool because everyone works super 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 well together and it's like a very cool and obviously you know there's Connor and there are many other men Involved. Oh, sure. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, we're not ignoring that just because yeah. he's not here today. Usually he, he's well, the. Well, he just said that it's a nice hat. He did, uh, thank you. Hi, Connor. Thanks, Connor. Um, the board meeting must have run out. Yeah. Scranton Fringe Festival oh, said cool. something. That's Connor. That's How Connor. could that be when you guys are all here? That'd be Connor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is the Fringe Festival. Wait <laughs> a minute. Wait hey, a minute. Hey, hey, hey. I know. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You guys just said you guys like. Don't argue and can get oh, yeah. along. No, 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 don't do it. No, no, I, don't I don't know. You are embarrassing me in front of all these people. We all contribute. Camera's cut off. It's like, yeah. Now she's going to take everything out of the children's library. No, it's cool. That's all. That's all I'm saying is that everyone works really well together and it's exciting and cool. Until now, yeah. And it's very nervous. Oops. Yeah, yeah. Done. 
Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention too is uh, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh. And what was your? What was is your? Is it Edinburgh or Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Well, as they say, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Well, they <laughs> say it. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, what was your experience like there? And and uh, did you learn anything that you've brought back to uh, the Scranton Fringe? Simone came with us, and it was me and Connor and Simone um, and a couple of other friends from New Vintage that helped. Um, do you want to talk about it? Was, it was amazing. It was the most amazing. I was going through my wallet today being like, you're going to have to clean out these bus receipts and euros out of your wallet eventually and like reacclimate your life, but I refuse. Um, it was incredible. And it was really cool to see... So we we talked we went on like a tour one day and the lady was like okay the population of Edinburgh is five hundred thousand people year round and then during festival season it's one million people like mm. the population of the city totally doubles and it runs incredibly smoothly it's really comfortable there's no traffic like everyone's in a pretty good mood I think yeah. I mean you know considering like it's it's a bit of a <clears throat> trek but it, it's great and it's just really inspiring for for like us going there and seeing it where we're like okay Scranton has the infrastructure for twice as many people as are living there mm-hmm. and we could sustain something like this for like for a month or two like our population doubles like it was just and there's no reason like it's pretty similar and I would there was parts of town like I would go like obviously the main main part of town it's like oh look at that's a thousand year old building yeah. that's cool Cobblestone. and then you like get on a bus and go out and you're like okay this looks a lot like home yeah. this is very familiar this is nothing that we couldn't have. Like, it's nothing that we couldn't be in 70 years or, you know what I mean? Like, it was really, it was really inspirational. It was cool. I, yeah, to echo what Simone just said, I think um, that's why I'm obsessed with, like, saying, we need volunteers and, and the sponsors because there's so much potential for Scranton Fringe because the people in the community are here for it. And that's one of my favorite things about our Fringe. Um, it, we just need uh, to work on the infrastructure to get bigger, to, you know, see what we can do. And, and you know, we're trying to get a little bit smaller to be more manageable from the back end um, in terms of venues and tech and costs and things. But the people and the audiences are really, I mean, at least if, if last year and the year before are anything to go by, people, they want to come, they'll buy their tickets, they'll buy their VIP passes, they'll support the show. We actually, in our guide, we put a whole page that's like reviews. So if you want to write a review of the show you just saw, write it out and like stick it on the window at Alpha Gallery where the Fringe office is so that other people can read it. Because we're talking about how people were writing reviews on social media, but then if you don't, like they'll, they'll have it just their friends. So if you don't know that person and maybe the, it, uh, for other Fringes, uh, feedback is huge for the artists. So to get reviews, to get you know star ratings and like what did the audience think, that's what we want is we want the community to talk to each other and and to all like hang out at the same place and, and chat about the shows and like unpack the themes and stuff. So I feel like that's what when we went to Edinburgh, as everybody was already doing, they were already like, what's your favorite show? When did you go see this? Is this still, can I go see that? And there's, that's, you know, we expanded by one day this year and got bigger uh, into five days. So that's here in Scranton. And that's, I just want to nurture it and say like the, the community is the most important thing. Whereas I, I think a lot of people think like Scranton couldn't do something like that or wouldn't be interested in something like that. You know? I, I think this this festival has proven otherwise. That, you I know, mean, you see I see the crowds so. that come out yeah. uh, to these events. You know, I think it's pretty impressive, especially for uh, you know theater events and mm-hmm. things too. Which you know sometimes it can be hard to get people to come out to those, and yet you have so many people. I think exposed to all the stuff that goes on here that hopefully that translates into the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, you know local theater and things like that. Yeah, and that's the key. We we market ourselves to local theater groups and say like. 
this is outside of your regular season. Is there something that one of your members wants to do that's like a little bit weird or that mm -hmm. doesn't seem to fit in with your timetable of the other things that you're doing? And, you know, we, we want everybody to um, challenge themselves for the fringe. And do you have a crazy idea? Do it. You can do it. We know you can do it. We have faith you can do it. And, and we'll help promote the whole festival and that way try to get audience members that aren't your regulars. Sure. Well, uh, we want to wrap up, and I thought one thing that could be fun uh, is I'm going to turn the game around on you two. Cool. Uh, we've, we've, been, we've been playing a game the last couple of times uh, where, you know, we'll mess with, uh, with certain aspects of, a, of the uh, whatever topic that we're covering or things like that. This time, I'm going to read a couple of the names of these shows <laughs> and not tell you what they're about, so you're going to have to make up what you think they're about. And Ooh, then you can, and then you can correct us okay. about what, what, they, what they're actually about. So, uh, Delirium. What do you think that show could, could possibly be about? Life and beer. Elephants. <laughs> Elephants. That's where my mind went to. Uh, it's actually a true story of the mysterious connection between love and death within an indifferent universe. So Elephants and Martin Dockery. I was pretty, I was, I was pretty close. Martin Dockery I was all over it's it. Everybody see that one. Yeah, it, it's funny that you picked that, that one be because cool. I met Martin Dockery and his wife Vanessa in Montreal last year for the Fringe conference, and then I just went in Edinburgh to see a show with his wife. Okay. And he's actually doing that show, and he's doing another one called The Dark Fantastic upstairs in Craftsman Hall in the Cultural Center. But he's one of the people that, that does this for a living. He travels around the world and does fringes, and he was there for the whole month for the first fringe and, and he goes to um, he has like five or six different shows that he, he swaps in and out so in a new audience um, new new area with a new audience he can do any of those shows and then he can change it up like one year do one show one year do the next show which I think is so great for uh, self-producing to have that in your pocket hell yeah yeah all right so uh, I was right on right of course yes, nailed absolutely. it 100% exactly, yeah. uh, Miss Electric <laughs> City wait can I ask you one, 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 one question? Sure. Are we just saying like the first word that comes to mind? Yeah, or, like, whatever, whatever. Or like, are we just like getting deep? I want to know what you think it's about. I Miss Electric City. I think it's about Simone, Josette. Oh. <laughs> Your turn. I killed it. I think it's about <laughs> a, uh, a dry log RZ coal <laughs> ship, four point two ABV sour beer that. It's actually I think R he's just trying R to get more uh, sponsorship credit yeah. from beer. Uh, he should. And that, that beer is also sour, but actually pretty good. That's the dry that's, that's, oh, that's a sour as well. That's what that's about. Dry and that's darker leg. than that sour. Yeah. All right. It is. Okay. So hit us with the next did one. Did I win? Yes. That's exactly what it's about. You, I'm you ready. correctly. That one's going to be real it's funny, It's Miss Electric City. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be real funny. It's like a, a beauty contest um, with um, girls participating from different parts of Scranton. And they're like real hysterical. Are they real they're, Scranton girls? Yeah, they're people who are from here, like And then they've been going to do stuff like karaoke at Poor Richards. And can stuff Miss Diamond City? Can Miss really Diamond over the top. City it's show up? Hilarious. Improv. Crash it. Crash and be like, it. Crash oh, it. Oh, hi. I so yeah. totally didn't know you guys were here. Is there a Miss Diamond City? <laughs> there should be. <laughs> there is now. Make yeah. Is she Brittany? Miss Fortuna. Just kidding. <laughs> Joe Trujinsky's funeral. Well, it sounds like he was a great man. <laughs> Any of his eulogy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You ever see the SNL skit, Bill they Brasky? Did the eulogy yeah, last Bill Brasky. Hell of a guy. <laughs> I feel like he was a man who wore a hat similar to that, but smaller. 
took a briefcase to work mm. and put a gun in his mouth. Jesus, wow. Mary and wow. Joseph! Wow, but not brutal. before he had his oh, IPA. Not before whatever. he had his dry <laughs> laag <laughs> from Beer Boys, <laughs> which is delicious. On North Washington Street, Cheers. just a block from here. Yes, yeah, just a block from here. 72 beers on tap, in case you didn't get that from Johnny earlier. <laughs> 72 <laughs> beers on tap? 72 yes. beers on tap? 72 beers on tap, <laughs> and you're invited at the Children's Library. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We do not serve beer at the Children's Library. <laughs> Two separate thoughts. They have nothing to do with Not yet, other. beer boys. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but they will. Um, Was that close? Um, Joe Charnisky's funeral mm. is, he just won a big award in D.C. Fringe, I think. So um, He's it's Polish. About, he's given two different eulogies for two different men that bo both had the same name as him. I think it was his father and maybe his, his grandfather, I'm not sure. So it's it's a, a contemplation of life, the universe, and everything. Or I that might it. be another so I, wasn't I wasn't close at all. I mean, that sounds like there's a lot of contemplation going on. Yeah. So you There's probably a lot of more. beer involved as well. Yeah. So you bring two. some beers to that Where show. we at? Where <laughs> yes. we at? <laughs> I'm feeling this one. Yum. Sushi. Tasteful. Loves it. Uh, yum. It's a Japanese story of life. A young girl <laughs> growing up in a very overpopulated <laughs> community, and she's having a hard time standing out from the crowd. Oh, that's, that's her <laughs> life story, isn't Love it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Johnny? No, no. Wait, you have to say what, it's yeah, what, it's, what, do you, what you think it's about? I'm going to build off that. This, okay. this girl works <laughs> as a uh, sushi chef. But her hands are too warm. They say Japanese women's hands too warm to make sushi. <laughs> I'm so is, sorry. Is that, is that, you know what? I've never seen a female sushi Yeah, they say chef. Japanese women's their hands are... They're, they're, I think that's a lie. Sorry. As you were. That's like a <laughs> I'm going to Google that. It's really funny. I'm done. Okay. You're, you're What's done? next? Because yeah. I'm totally on now that, it. That one is, is actually a return guy, but a different show. This it's time. a different show. It's a world premiere in Scranton of a new show from Michael Burgos. Um, and I don't know what it's about because read the description. <laughs> I think the description says, what's it about? I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's it describes as, as uh, ridiculous and absurd and irreverent. Which, if you've seen his his stuff, it it, it definitely is. Uh, yeah. Eulogy was great. Uh, it was a big hit the last couple mm -hmm. of years. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see this uh, after school special. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. Scene opens with a frying pan on the on the stove. An egg. <laughs> an egg is cracked into it. This is your brain on drugs. Fun fact, that was an anti-drug commercial. <clears throat> After school special, don't do drugs. That, what kind that, of drugs? That whole description it, oh, like sounded like a like a beat poet sort of thing. Like it needed like a drum like a drum beat in the yeah, background yeah. or something. That's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that, was, that was good. I like that. That is uh, uh, a show by uh, Connor McGuigan, who uh, you know, if you follow local theater at all, you know who that gentleman is. Uh, divorce, pills, runaways, <laughs> bad grades, smoking, drinking, dating, making friends, and much more. So that should be an interesting one. Uh, one family lives through uh, every crisis in one day and comes out learning a lesson. Uh, let's see. The Sound of Heaven. Just sing it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a harp playing off in the distance. Chelsea, where we need uh, Chelsea Smart to perform The Sounds of mm. Heaven for us. 
With her, uh, with her harp. Thing. Yeah, she has a harp. Oh, she's cool. got a harp. She's got a harp. Yeah. What? Yeah, Chelsea's awesome. You ever seen her around? No, but I'm gonna oh, find her, stuff, her now. Her she's got a she's harp. Got a harp. That's insane. That's so cool. Yeah, she just she'll set up and play a harp in the street or like with other musicians she and stuff be like French. that. She's oh awesome. Gosh. Yeah. She should Tell do. It yeah, she should do. I'm surprised you guys don't know her. She's a Scranton girl, right? Um, no, I think she lives outside the. But she's in Scranton a lot. Got it. Sorry, right. Kevin is uh, John Burt and Brenda Fernandez. They're local music musicians. Um, okay. And they have, uh, what is the, the I, I'm blanking on the plot. It's a, uh, it's a cabaret. Cabaret, yes. About two friends <clears throat> who get into a friendship ending fight. It's a good description that I'll remember for next time. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't expect you to know these all off the top of your head. I think that's I know what the, the guy is for. I the names of the shows and the person who's running the show off the top of my head, but every other thing is not. That's good information to have. Yeah. 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 Hashtag van life. <laughs> Hashtag so on the road again. Hashtag just killing it. Hashtag uh, weed. Hashtag. Hashtag bass player. Family. Candy for children. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag, I think I'm just going to start working on my solo stuff. <laughs> Hashtag, gotta, gotta find myself. Hashtag right. hippie. What do people what do when life simply isn't as pretty as their pictures? Uh, they hit the open road to take more pretty pictures. Uh, and then when things go wrong, everything seems hashtag blessed. Hashtag <laughs> rise and grind. <laughs> the hugging army. Ooh, like me. I'm like a hugging army. You are a hugging army. I'm just like a tornado of hugs coming sometimes at you. Sometimes you're like, a kissing so, army, too. Sometimes I kiss everybody in the room. It's like <laughs> really inappropriate. Like, and so you? inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Joe will love that. Yeah. Last year, Joe picked me up from the, lit, the music awards. I said, I think I kissed everybody there. My boyfriends are really understanding that. The, the Pink Hulk. Ooh. Ooh. The Hulk, but pink. It's the female version. A woman scorned. There's, all, there's already a She-Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Wow. You want to you want to get nerdy? It's his cousin. Oh. oh. Ooh. But yeah. is it genetic? Is it like an accident? Through a blood transfusion. See, she didn't know that Bruce Banner was a Hulk, and Bruce was hurt, and he needed a blood transfusion. But so his cousin gave him the blood. Yeah. Her blood to him. That must be what it's about. It's comic book science. Am I barking up the so wrong tree here? Okay, all right. A little bit backed up. A little bit, yeah, a little in the back. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, everybody, moving on. I've had some questions. Valerie David, she just won an award too. And Cincy Fringe or Indie Fringe, I don't remember. She, she's a woman who's had cancer a couple times, and this is about like how she's she's hulking it and she's surviving and she's embracing life. And she's doing like talkbacks with local cancer uh, support groups too. So, sounds okay, cool. So yeah. I can see. I'll see that. Hulk. She's another one. Yeah, she works. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Great. Pink Hulk. Pink Hulk. Pink Hulk. Uh, flyer guy. Eric Lindros. Story of Eric Lindros. <laughs> flyer. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. A young boy. <laughs> and his red wagon. That's Radio Flyer, <laughs> oh. the movie, 1989. Oh. <laughs> People are like, like Times Square. Oh. Flyer guy. Oh, yeah, the guy that's handing out, like, for, for like, Mamma Mia, Les Mis. Yeah. yeah. You like a laugh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, those those poor bastards. <laughs> I got mauled last, last winter. Yeah, During yeah. Christmas time, it was these Pikachus, and, like, I just <laughs> did not know that, like, that they were not, like, officially hired by the city, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> nope. 
uh, got mauled, and then they tried to take my credit card information. <gasps> Oh, I know. They're, For they're an iPhone crazy. picture, I took with my own phone. Stop! Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it was bad. I had to get <laughs> never out. trust a Pikachu. I'm just so like they like tried to give me a hug. I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. Like I'll give you a hug. You're in a costume. Yeah. This seems legit. This, this seems legit. totally. You have a head. You are. This, this, you have authority. This seems like a real production. Someone but, let you be here. You got a permit. But it's New York, so it's terrible. Right. And it's yeah. going to uh, immediately attack your costume money in some form. Right. <laughs> uh, David Larson's funniest and wildest stories from four years of handing out flyers in Times Square. So that, that Self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. That, we'll that should be a good one. I feel like there's a crazy Elmo story in there. Oh, there's got to be. The, El Elmo is the worst. <laughs> uh, if you're in Times Square every single day, like you're gonna see like fun like talk show skits that like they come outside and like yeah. you're gonna see all that stuff. Sure. I want to know what happened to the naked cowboy. Not to get he's there. Toilet. He's around. Is he still there? Yeah, he's yeah. still he's doing still it. Around. I mean, slowing down a little bit. Kids from like Idaho who watched TRL 20 years ago still want to be the naked cowboy. Yeah. So he right. makes a living. He's doing better than us. <laughs> the naked cowboy. All right, where are we at? That's uh, I, uh, we, we should we, we should, should wrap, wrap it up. up. Uh, yeah. So, but that that was fun. Uh, that was cool. There are plenty more shows. I just read a couple off the top of my uh, off the top of my head, but uh, there are plenty plenty more to see. Uh, you want to give it, people that information one last time in terms of uh, dates, times, places, all that good stuff. Scrange and Fringe Festival starts um, next Wednesday, a week from today, Wednesday, 27th of September at the Scrange Cultural Center. There's a free kickoff party where you can see like five minute previews of a lot of these shows. And after the kickoff party, there's a free dance party that's yes. hosted by someone named Marie Antoinette that's definitely not sitting next to me right now. Um, <laughs> Marie Antoinette, the real queen. The real queen, yeah. Marie dress, Antoinette, a.k.a. Dress to impress Simone Josette. <laughs> Marie um, Antoinette. Put on your satin and silk and lace and like uh, get, get ready to dance with the guillotines. And um, then every, there's so many shows, so many fun shows. We're doing White Rabbit, Red Rabbit. We're doing a comedy showcase at Levels. We're doing music at The Keys. We're doing the Big Gay Story Slam, which is always a hit uh, at the Cultural Center. And then we're having a wrap party on Sunday. So everybody can come and like just be exhausted from running around crazy all weekend, seeing so many different crazy shows. Um, everything is in these paper guides, which are all over downtown Scranton and in Wilkesbury. Um, we also have it on our website. We have, um, we're going to have them at our preview party. And you can check it out. And in the back, there's little pages where you can write your own schedule because people were telling us like they couldn't keep track of what they wanted to see and there's also a review section so if you see a show and you love it and you want to give it five stars rip this page right out of your guide and stick it on the wall in a gallery in the window um, not next to the art <laughs> in the window so that um, people can but see but if you don't want to give it five stars just crumble yeah. it up and on throw the it windows. away yeah. 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 <laughs> we, want, we want it to be everybody the community like I was saying before to see what other people enjoy and, and get recommendations so that's my spiel. It's next week, 27th to October 1st. Join us in 13 venues downtown. And our um, social media is on Facebook. It's Scranton French Festival. And everything else, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which we don't use that much, is uh, Scranton French. Awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for tuning in and uh, listening to us talk about the festival. Uh, you can still leave comments after the show. Uh, you know, We'll respond to them later. Uh, we, did, we did have a few uh, people who hopped on. Uh, so uh, thank you for uh, for commenting. Uh, April Holgate uh, Ooh, is Electric City is Miss Electric, Electric City, uh, and uh, we had um, uh, our winner from from uh, last last night actually, Angelia Petrillo, oh, nice. uh, who won the first week of NEPA Scene Rising Talent. Said she will be our pierogi lady. So yeah, now we have 
She's can't great. wait. She's already part of the French family, and I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank so, you guys so much. Thanks, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.